Alright, alright, quieten down now. Live from the Britain Yankee Pub Studios. Another Britain Yankee Craft Beer Pubcast. I can hear the pints being pulled right now. Not a while, dude. Bring the drums in. Let's have a party. Pump up the bitter. Shh, test it. Pump up the bitter. Pump up the bitter. Take it away, lad. You are paying for that beer, aren't you? Pump up the bitter. Pump up the bitter. Hello everybody, this is the Brett Phil Clark and welcome to the Britain Yankee Craft Beer Podcast. On Friday, the 2019 Chicago Craft Beer Week kicked off with the Beer Under Glass Festival held at the Garfield Conservatory. Over 120 breweries attended, but we only got to chat with a small portion of that population and from all accounts this year it could possibly be called Hazy Under Glass. With a predominance of hazy and milkshake IPAs, being sampled by the 2,500 plus attendees. This week, we'll be releasing a daily podcast to celebrate CCBW, each one being a couple of interviews with brewers we've press-ganged into talking with us. Joining me on many of these are my co-hosts, Ken McMullen from Hot Vine in Aurora and Chuck Fort from Church Street in Itasca. First up, we enjoy an extended chat with Pete Crowley, who 10 years ago was one of the founders of the Bug Festival and a past director of the Illinois Craft Beer Guild and owner and brewer at Haymarket Brewing down in Chicago. Here we present that interview, interrupted regularly by trains running past on the Green Line right by the conservatory. Cheers, everybody. We've now come to Haymarket, and I have found apparently the exalted one. His name is his name is Pedro, but what's your real name? Uh, Pete Crowley, Haymarket Brewery uh, owner, founder. Used to be director of the Illinois Brewers Guild for about ten years. Actually started this festival ten years ago. Well, hi Pete. I'm Hello. Phil from the Britain Yankee. So we met last. There we go. Uh, I'd love to shake your hand, but I've got beer in one hand and a recorder in the this other. This is the worst so. festival. <laughs> I, but every other festival I've been to so far this year, I've brought my bullocks. Pardon? Bullocks. Bullocks to you too, yes. mate. Yes, that's what we call our uh, our bourbon barrel aged uh, English barley wine. It's called oh, bullocks. Oh, it's do, delicious. Did you put that in a bottle? Uh, no, it's uh, draft it only, can? but I can, oh, I, can, I can try and mail some. Oh man, because we need that. We do a barley wine show every December. Oh, uh, and, I'll, I'll uh, get you I collect some. Them. Good really, man. Get, get my info, but uh, it's really funny because people don't know what it means and, and uh, people walk up. 
Can I have your bollocks? I'm like, yes, 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 you may. <laughs> that almost sounds like Wincoop and when they put a bull's testicle into their stout, right? We talked about that earlier because Brando has brought from Workforce has brought mealworms in his beer. But you've been going more traditional. You have a Maibok. I do. And may I have your Maibok, yes, please? please. Thank you. Um, a Maibok, is it Maybok or Maibok, Ken? Um, it's yours. Okay, it's mine. Okay, thank you. No, it is. It's a very traditional style, yeah, it's, it's, right? It's pronounced Maybok, but it does mean May. So. And and tell us the history of Maibok, because it comes out in May, right? Yeah, no, so it's a spring. No, it doesn't, does it? it? Generally, yeah, it's a spring lager. Uh, something you could brew in the... Uh, yeah, towards the end of the brewing season or you know in the fall possibly let it lager all winter and then you launch it in in the spring in may so it's going to be uh, uh not very happy at all lots of malt uh a little on the drier side we don't like too sweet of a of a maibach in our you know for the way we make beer uh but it's got seven and a half percent alcohol you can taste the uh, all the german malts german hops and the uh and the german yeast so it's it's one of my favorite crushers it's almost eight percent too so it's uh and and um, so it is being served quite cold because you're going through yeah, yeah, events like this like it's actually cool outside right now so we wouldn't even need to use this but we have to be prepared if it yeah. was warmer out you have to use this kind of apparatus to, to get the beer to pour especially so, in summer so. so you you said you started bug mm -hmm. as they affectionately call it I tell did. us why um, th the year before uh, we had the first festival uh, there was a giant hailstorm here in uh, in the area, and it knocked all the glass out of the um, uh, the greenhouses, and half of the plants died, and they didn't have state uh, or local funding to repair all the glass or repair the plants. Uh, they ended up putting plastic sheets over the greenhouses. It was actually pretty sad because this is a beautiful area. It's a very big part of the community. Um, schools from all around bring children here to learn about plants and, and, and botany and, and they have bees and they have so many cool programs and things. So uh, the guild, uh, at the time when I was running the guild, we decided we could use beer to do non-profit fundraising. So we decided to have a festival for uh, Chicago Craft Beer Week that would benefit the Garfield Park Conservatory. So the first uh, year or two, um, all the proceeds went to the Garfield Park Conservatory, and then it became bigger and bigger, and, and then the guild was able to start benefiting from it as well, which is also not for profit. So we were able to raise enough money for them in the first two to three years. They were able to make all the repairs, uh, fix all the broken glass, and, and now if, if you've walked around. I'm sure you've seen. It. It's a gorgeous property, it and is. this is their biggest yeah. fundraiser and. Um, it's it's now become I think six thousand people this year. It's it's unbelievable. So. It, this is my first uh, bug. I've done Fobabs and uh, oh, I, I started Fobab as well. Oh well, good man. I'm <laughs> glad you did that one. I really enjoyed that. I, I volunteered for two days on that one. The first year uh, of Fobab, uh, the first year I started it, uh, fifteen years ago now. Uh, there was a hundred people there. One hundred people. And that was like one hundred thousand. Uh, it's like, yeah, like twenty five thousand. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's wacky. Yeah. So you guys are obviously down in Chicago. Um, Mm -hmm. And but you're also in Bridgman, Michigan, which That's correct. isn't there another brewery in Bridgman? There's actually two other ones. Uh, so I believe I haven't done the the, the research, okay. but I think per capita, yeah, has more breweries than any other, any other town in the country because there's two thousand people and three breweries. Well, that's what they say. That, uh, it's funny you should say that because that's what they say about Asheville, North Carolina being the brewery capital of the U.S. because of the per capita and number of breweries. But it sounds like Bridgman is beating them hands down. So we got to change that stat, one, man. One for every 700 people. That's not bad. <laughs>
So if you get 700 people in your brewery at night and say, what's going on, man? Third of the town's here. So what other beers have you brought here and, and what's going on at Haymarket that's new and exciting? Have you, wait a minute, have you got a hazy IPA? Okay, this is funny. So we have an IPA that we call Hazy is Lazy. And the okay. reason why is because I, I actually despise New England IPAs. Uh, so our IPA Pete, is... you uh, and I should go out for a beer yeah, sometime. A should. real beer. <laughs> we should. Uh, we like to make beer-flavored beers. Thank you. Um, so our Hazy is Lazy is uh, East Coast meets West Coast. It's got all the bitterness, all the jamminess, all the aroma uh, that you would want in a New England IPA, except mm -hmm. we don't put all the crap in it. Uh, so we call it uh, lazy because we just don't filter or fine it. We just it just it is what it is. It is what it is. But uh, yeah. it's basically a really traditional American IPA, um, and so it's kind of our our little poke at at that the whole hazy craze is, in my opinion, uh, kind of stupid. But so, people love it. So well, let let me expand a little bit on that because um, my version of an IPA, being originally from England, was a, a good bitter. All right. Sure. So I don't know if you're familiar with uh, some of the breweries over there, but uh, Sussex Bitter mm -hmm. from uh, Harvey's in in Lewis. That's my home home county. That is a traditional bitter, which I guess can be um, called an IPA. Do you like uh, uh, London Pride back in the day? Um, that was one of my. I, one of my I favorites, did quite actually. like London Pride. Of course, now Fuller's is. <laughs> non compass mentors, yeah. right? No. Yeah. They, they've gone the way of wicked I'll, I'll weed. I'll have to Google that later, whatever that is. Uh, what? Uh, oh, okay. Non compass. That's taking uh, notes, don't worry. <laughs> I, I don't know if that's the right phrase now. <laughs> Bugger! Would you just call me? <laughs> so, um, a real IPA to me over here, an American IPA, is something that is clean, crisp, um, 6%, a lovely copper color, and piney. Yeah, I agree, and, and, and I brew all of my beers, uh, except like the fruit beers. We have a raspberry beer here, and so that's going to be sweet. But hmm. our basic styles, I like to, I like them to be dry. So I like to start lower on the high end of gravity and let it finish fermentation much lower on the low end of gravity. Mm -hmm. So you still get six and a half percent alcohol, but the residual sugar is very low. So you don't have all the sweetness. You do still get some malt character, uh, malt aroma, but you're getting all of the flavor and aroma of the hops. So we purposely brew our beers to be a little drier and then have all that uh, resinous pine, possibly even tropical fruit, depending on the hops we use, um, flavors and aromas in the beer. So so it's it's almost sessionable even though it's six and a half percent alcohol so that's how that's how haymarket makes their beers and i've Here had a train i've had a few of your beers in the past Here that comes have been oh my god every five minutes um it's, you gotta use this you gotta use it that's, uh, do you remember, uh, do you ever watch Forrest Gump? You, remember, you know that movie, Forrest Gump, with Tom oh. Hanks? Oh, yeah. When, when they pull the mic, and at the very end, no one could hear him, and he's like, that's all I've got to say about that. And then the guy goes, well said, brother. Yeah. And no one heard a thing that he said. <laughs> you know, I, I think beer is like a box of chocolates. You never know what you're you, gonna get. You do never know what you're so gonna get. So you guys, I've had a couple of your beers and they've been named for historical characters mm -hmm. around the Haymarket area which I think and I'm not very familiar with the history but I know there was some sort of an uprising and there were some workers who were getting pissed off about something and then they got slaughtered you're, you're, you're close that's kind of the, the drunk history uh, hey there you go 
<laughs> the, uh, I love it. <laughs> the uh, eight-hour workday movement uh, came uh, out of that. Uh, unions, uh, fair wages, fair labor practices. Um, it was uh, uh, May 1st, 1886, uh, was a, a peaceful protest. They walked right down Michigan Avenue, hand in hand. It was called the eight-hour uh, workday uh, movement. Um, and on May 4th, it ended up in a clash with police and the and, and the anarchists and the protesters, and, and it happened uh, across the street from my brewery. Oh, wow. And it's in every uh, labor history book in the world. So you've kind of uh, done a little bit of a homage yes. or homage, depending on which side of the Atlantic you're from, to that. <laughs> Yeah, and we 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 tell the, the whole story. We're not, we don't just talk about the protesters. Talk about labor. Talk about we we have a beer named after uh, Matthias Deegan. He was the first officer that killed. Was a, that was the, the one uh, I had. Yeah, it was good. Yeah, Matthias is uh it was our baby. Uh, that's our my big eight percent double IPA. Um, we we our, our pilsner is called Speaker's Wagon. That's the name of the monument across the Speaker's street. Speaker's what? Speaker's oh, wagon. wagon. Okay, sorry. Yeah, so they would stand. Uh, what was it? Sound like something something yeah, dirty? I, I had to. Give a double take on that one. No, that's all right. Go um, on. I'm just being. And then, uh, and so yeah. So all of our beers either either are from Chicago history, uh, from uh, uh, the Haymarket Square, or just beer related. So our base IPA is our Alistair IPA, named for Alistair Crowley. At that one too. My last name is Crowley. Yep. Uh, Alistair uh, was uh, an, Eng an Englander. And, uh, oh, and his, uh, he was a, a, a witch, a poet, a crazy person, a cult leader, but his father owned uh, Crowley's English Ales. And you know are that? you a relation? Yeah. You are? Yeah, my oh, father's family's cool. from the area. All right. So, Excellent. But people don't realize that Alistair Crowley's father was one of the bigger brewery owners in, in England at the oh, time. Oh, that's amazing. A while ago. Whereabouts? So, uh, I, uh, I don't know. remember where the uh, actual Bert, main brewery was Bert located. Bert Trent. Uh, was it? Well, I don't know, but that's, know. Where that's where all the Bass breweries is. came from. Um, that's where Bass is. That's yeah. where the Trent is yeah, well known. I feel known like for it was either in Dublin or it was Galway. It was it was south. Oh, wait a minute, that's not yeah. Irish. Uh, Dublin? Oh, sorry. <laughs> I've been drinking all day. <laughs> can I, I just, join you in a yeah, quick cheers? cheers. You, you can edit that out, right? <laughs> okay. So, no, um, no, but uh, but about uh, Crowley's English Ales was a giant brewery, and people don't realize that Alistair Crowley, who like Ozzy Osbourne sings the song Mr. Crowley, he does. Yeah, that's Holy after shit. that's after Alistair Crowley, and and, um, oh. and his dad was a brewer. So I'm gonna look that up. I'm gonna Google that later on, man. Google that, that's really Crowley. interesting. And there's a bunch of interesting uh, online. There's a bunch of rumors that Barbara Bush, George Bush's mom, mom, okay. The daughter of Alistair Crowley. Whoa! Awesome. Hey, yeah. hold on there. You're talking about uh, conspiracy uh, first lady, isn't it? Conspiracy theories. Oh yeah, lots of conspiracy theories. Yeah. I can tell you about that. Um, back to your beer. <laughs> Although that is a very gonna, interesting topic. I don't have a lot to edit here. Claire, no, I don't edit. Bugger all. Okay, Claire's thirsty ale oh, happens to be butter. in. Um, six packs down there yep. sitting is that something else you're offering or is that, uh, is that a I'm new gonna one i'm going to give you one but i think you should put it in your pocket uh that's oh, our... hey i can put a lot in my pocket yeah hello is, is, is that a beer in your is, pocket is or am i just pleased to see you uh <laughs> so uh that's our uh that's our rarest beer it's a it's an what? imperial stout aged in uh bourbon barrels with raspberries Ooh. and uh at the festival of wooden barrel aged beer it's won uh best in show of the entire event three times 
Uh, it is delightful, and um, this is the first year we put it in cans. Uh, we sold all 1,000 cans we had available in an hour. So I brought these as like a little treat later in the fest to, Ooh, to, say. to taste out. But, I like uh, a little But treat. I'd be more than happy to, to, to give you one I, I upon your way. Well, I would be so appreciative, and I absolutely adore raspberry in a, in, in a... Oh, here we go again. There we go. It's a small well, should we one just open one and try I, it? Well, what the fuck? Come on, man. Let's right. go. Um, yeah, I adore raspberry. Now, what's your opinion on raspberry in beer? Your Hang on. i got to finish your my box. Hold on, folks. I'm finishing his my box. Your box. And by the way, it warmed up and really delicious. Oh, look at this. Oh, my gosh. This is a treat. We gotta this get. Is, we gotta uh, get a picture. Of us. Hello, hello. We got Alex hey, coming in from Brickstone. Hello, hello, Alex. Hi, guys. Alex Lovingood here. A little, uh, I brought a couple. Of, we we are having. Oh, that's a big one. Uh, oh, that's, that's, that's size for of you sausage. as well. Yeah, are you hungry? I hope you're hungry. <laughs> that's wild boar uh, and bacon sausage, oh homemade. Oh my God. With uh, house-made barbecue potatoes. Whose home was it made in? Uh, our home. Oh, your home. Uh, oh, Illinois, the Haymarket home. Illinois, oh, Illinois or Michigan? Uh, this is made in, in Illinois. All right, good. So joined us is Alex Lovingood from Brickstone. Brickstone Brewery. Bri Bri Brickstone? Brickstone, yes. Brickstone, okay. And you're always wearing those glasses that makes me think you should be skiing. <laughs> yeah, they're called Pit Vipers, and they're awesome, and they demand respect and authority. So Okay. Thank you, sir, for coming it's up. Like I appreciate it. Um, we are, okay, well, we, hang on a minute. we got to come back. Hang on, we're, we're, we're drinking Claire's Thirsty Here. Ale, which is a complete I'll misnomer, but the aroma on this, oh man, I'm getting the barrel, I'm getting the raspberry, barrel, which raspberry, is which is really cool. Bourbon. Cheers, I love it, there we go. That's a very tasty beverage. Oh wow. I think that just about sums it up. That yeah. is a very tasty beverage. Like I said, we make beer flavored beer. We don't make all that hazy bullshit pastry fucking um, beep, beep, uh, uh, lucky charms. Yeah. Do you make that shit? I'd I mean that stuff. I'd love for you to come try our hazy beers. They're delicious. <laughs> I have been down there. I have to say that I really enjoyed Brickstone's $3 Sunday is fun day yeah. well, uh, we're in restaurant a, thing. We're in Bourbon, Illinois, so you know we have to uh, uh, yeah. supply the locals. <laughs> so this beer is just so well balanced. What? I mean, it's not though. It's 12 percent. It's well, uh, yeah. You want to know what a 14 dollar haircut in Michigan looks like? That, <laughs> by the way. Um, like when he spun me around in the chair, I looked in the mirror. I was like, I'm a grown man and I may cry. <laughs> <laughs> what? What anyway, are you? What are you so drinking? So it's 12 percent. It's okay. Uh, yeah. It's uh, Imperial Stout, it has everything from oats, roasted barley, and actually, this and my American Stout have my favorite malts in them uh, from Simpsons in England. Simpsons Malting. Oh yeah! Uh, love Simpsons, love their malt. I use their Dark Crystal, uh, chocolate, uh, roasted barley, my favorite, favorite malts. This is absolute, I mean, I can taste the 12% here, Pete. <laughs> but other yeah, than that. Yeah, it's up there, isn't it? This is, this is the most, okay. You, you you made some alluding to the fact that you weren't happy with pastry stouts. I just um. think that putting a whole bunch of shit in your beer is stupid, honestly. Like, get the flavor from, okay, put it in a barrel. Get the flavor from the barrel, right? Yeah, right. Put in fruit, flavor from fruit. I, I 
and that's that's kind of as far as I go. I really don't like caramel cupcake, fried chicken, Fruit Loop beer. I, I it's a, it's a fad, and I don't think it's doing our industry any service at all. Because if we're trying to educate the consumer on what craft beer is, craft beer isn't a child's vending machine. Craft beer is a, a, a well planned, well thought out recipe. Uh, uh, it could be a classic style or a new style, but it, it needs to be a beer that that you want to have more than one of. First of all, right? Oh, I'm gonna just have yeah, like right. six ounces of your jalapeno chocolate French toast beer. It's not it's not doing any service to the industry. You should have a delicious IPA, a delicious pilsner, a pale ale, a half of bison. Um, you know, do do barrel aging, make Brett beers, wilds, do do those things, kind of things. But but at the end of the day. If it's if it's not a beer that that you're going to win fans over, and it's going to be a beer that you might take a six pack home, or when you're out in a bar, you're going to order one, then you're you're really you're doing us a disservice. And when I go to a bar and like one tap handle is some some sour raspberry caramel, you know, Lucky Charms chocolate jalapeno beer. That tap handle is not being utilized to grow the craft brewing movement. It's actually, I think it's being wasted. So you've been quite conservative with your opinions. What do you really yes. think? Uh, <laughs> actually, I, I, and I'll tell you, I actually oh, uh, I dislike almost all English styles of beer. Do you really? I do. What the hell? Come on, why. man. What the fuck? Because people don't make them well, and the ones we get from the England are too old. So if you make them properly, mm-hmm. if it's a really good ESB, delicious. It's nice. Have you had a good ESB? Have That's you made brown. a good ESB? Oh my EFB? god, brown is so delicious. Yes, and I've had I've been to England and I've had it from the source, and I'm like, oh, okay, these taste good. But then you get them here and you buy. Um, So often, because the beers are not very highly hopped and they're not very high in alcohol, right. they don't travel well. No, so, absolutely. So, but wait a minute. Like Samuel wait Smith's, a, minute. a lot of Samuel Smith's beers that come over here that are just not Agreed. good. But but then you wouldn't have IPA if it hadn't been for travel. Because they took an IPA made in Burton-on-Trent and sent it down to India where we were oppressing the Indians. <laughs> yes, <laughs> yes. It's not- but, and and what happened? Yeah, uh, yeah, and and they made IPA. So, have you ever ventured into the real ale area? Oh yeah, absolutely. Uh, I was involved heavily, uh, not in the organization, but uh, attending and bringing beers to the real ale festival here uh, in Chicago for years and years and years when it was here. And then um, they still do once a year. They do a real ale uh, festival, and I enjoyed it. I really did. And I, I prided myself on on creating a cask that was actually carbonated and clear. Uh, so many are just murky and flat and, and dumb. Like, you, like you have to, you have to. So it's kind of in between a West Coast and East It has to be. You have to do it right. Otherwise, yeah. otherwise you're wasting your time. Yeah. To me, real ale isn't any different than naturally carbonating a fermenter or a bright tank. And which we do with our Pilsner. We let the Pilsner, uh, uh, which I had here for you to try. Uh, we let it naturally carbonate in the fermenter mm-hmm. and then it drops bright and then we push it over counter pressure into uh, a bright tank and then we package it okay so it's basically a real ale it's not it's not uh we don't force carbonate it and 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 all that so i, I feel like real ale done properly is, is delicious 
but it's just uh, it's a lost art. And uh, there was a long time there when the craft craft brewing movement in the uh, in the U.S. was exploding. Everyone was trying to do casks, and they were just all terrible. Yeah, so, I, I have found that um, now uh, Ken, who's gone off to the bathroom while we go, um, he's uh, got the furkery going, and he's trying to initiate real ale on engines um, and he's he's trying to get it from different breweries and what I found is that the porter style really works well on an engine it pours out well it's got a great head like it's that, got good flavor I tell you a nice hoppy beer where you put a little sack of hops in the bung you put a little string and then you put the bung in so the hops are in there and then you let it condition um, you're gonna get a little haze but but a really. freshly hopped uh, firkin is oh it is mind-blowing to me yeah. Love it. Well, it's delightful. Uh, it's been a treat drinking your raspberry one. Hello, Chuck. You're back. Do, back. You do you have your badge now, Chuck? Yeah. I had to oh, wait. I media. Had to, I had to wait a half hour. I got brewer. Are you hungry? Because if not, I'm giving this to Chuck. Oh, no. <laughs> it's our uh, wild boar, wild boar sausage with uh, barbecue chips. Wild boar sausage. I don't know why we d displayed food for a radio interview. That's pretty funny. Like, it's like you got a face for radio. You know that whole thing. That's like, exactly wow, what we everyone, say. Look at our you? look at our food, everyone. Uh, <laughs> um, what else have you brought here, Pete? Because I'm I'm just digging your stuff. All right, right cool. Off the bat. I've got our uh, our anti hazy hazy is lazy IPA. <laughs> yeah, right. And then our, uh, our raspberry wheat, uh, pink sock monkey, and then uh, we've got this uh, collaboration with a bar called Lucky Door. They're actually right next to Wrigley Field. It's called RBIPA. Oh, See, RBI baseball. Oh, I got See? that. Okay. Yeah. yeah. It took a lot. A lot of drugs to come up with that one. Yeah, I know. I, I know about and, uh, baseball. I've been here for 39 years. And the uh, the RBIPA <laughs> is a, a Belgian IPA, American mm. hops, Belgian yeast. Super good. Oh man. Okay. Try Fill it? me up with that one now. All right, and then tell them how the sausage is. Okay. How's the sausage? He's filling it up. I waited till he was. Chewing. Where Where do you get the ball mm. from? What? It's pretty damn good. The sausage is very good. It's not too hot. Thank you very much. But it's got some heat to it. Um, it's got a lot of tusks. Because that's, that's a boar for you. Oh, yeah. Well, they grind yeah. it up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so he's coming back. We have... Now, what is this again? This is our, uh, our Belgian IPA. Uh, okay, so, yeah. Belgian yeast. Uh, it's actually the yeast from Duval Mortgat, which uh, makes Duval, obviously, since they're called Duval Mortgat. Um, which? And, and uh, so, it's a Belgian strong gold nail yeast. Uh, ferments super dry, a little spice, a little pepper, but uh, a touch of fruit as well. And then we hop the absolute crap out of it with uh, with um, basically popular American hops so, to give it a lot of a lot of really pine, but tropical fruit and orange. And so the Duvel is one of my favorite. Belgian styles. I love Belgian styles. Oh, that's great. How the hell did you get their yeast? Did you like well, actually, smuggle it? No, or you can actually get it now. Um, oh, okay. It, it, you can get, uh, I mean, 99%. You can get any yeast style uh, from the world you want now. It's, they're able to capture it. And, well, I was kind of hoping. I was kind of hoping that uh, you were going to tell me that uh, you had. 
had a collaboration with Develle. No, I would love to someday. I need to reach out to him because I would love to. Because um, they, oh, that beer is yeah, just fucking it's tremendous. It's really good. Well, Pete, um, I really thank you very much. This yeah. has been an absolute treat. Um, we'd love to come and have you talk more with you. You gotta try these barbecue chips. Oh, I gotta Chuck, try Chuck's barbecue chips. Yeah. <laughs> uh, these are from you. So all this food is from your. Yeah. Yep. We make the sausage right? from scratch. Um, the chips are from scratch. We slice the potatoes. Why do you uh, scratch? Because uh, I'm itchy. Okay. There we go. Um, yeah. We make everything fresh. Uh, and then our even our, our Michigan brewery uh, uh, doesn't even have a, uh, a freezer. Everything's fresh. That's really cool, Pete. Thank you very much. It's been an absolute treat. I didn't expect any of this. And yeah. well, just cheers. Cheers, man. That's all I can say. Thanks a lot. All the best. All right, brother. Hey, market, guys. All right. Hey. 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 Britain Yankee. I'll have a pint. No. Go. Give us a pint. You got any tetanus? Uh, oh, pint, please, Bob. Give another pint, please, Bob.